The Lord be with you. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to John. Lifting up his eyes to heaven, Jesus prayed, saying, Holy Father, keep them in your name that you have given me, so that they may be one just as we are one. When I was with them, I protected them in your name that you gave me, and I guarded them, and none of them was lost except the son of destruction, in order that the scripture might be fulfilled. But now I am coming to you. I speak this in the world so that they may share my joy completely. I gave them your word, and the world hated them because they do not belong to the world any more than I belong to the world. I do not ask that you take them out of the world, but that you keep them from the evil one. They do not belong to the world any more than I belong to the world. Consecrate them in the truth. Your word is truth. As you sent me into the world, so I sent them into the world. And I consecrate myself for them, so that they may also be consecrated in truth. The Gospel of the Lord. After my departure, savage wolves will come among you, and they will not spare the flock. And from your own group, men will come forward, perverting the truth to draw disciples away after them. So be vigilant. One of the very difficult things in the history of the church is the fact that not all those who call themselves Christians act as Christians. And it's one thing when a Christian disciple acts badly. It's quite another when one who is a leader among the Christian disciples, one of the shepherds, as it were, acts badly. There are wolves in sheep's clothing and even wolves in shepherd's clothing. So we have to be vigilant, is what St. Paul admonishes us. We have to be vigilant. As I said yesterday, it is through doctrine that we know God. God is truth, as Jesus says in the gospel today. God is truth. And so if we wish to know him, we must know the truth. We must hold on to that deposit of faith that was given once for all in the revelation of Christ. And when those who claim to be teachers among the Christian faithful say things that are not in accord with that deposit of faith, two things. One, it shouldn't surprise us because St. Paul and St. John and St. Peter in their letters were already warning their disciples about this. And two, we have to resist them, whether it just means simply ignoring or rejecting what they say or actively telling them that they're wrong, admonishing them that this is not the Christian truth. In our day, this has taken many forms throughout 2,000 years of history. In St. John's day, it was many antichrists have come into the world, and how do you know them? They, they tell you that Jesus did not come in the flesh, right? They were rejecting the incarnation. The, the errors have taken many forms. In our day, there are priests and even bishops who say things like, well, we should re-examine our position on whether homosexual activity is really sinful. But this is obviously sinful from the very nature of the world and also from divine revelation in the scriptures. It doesn't mean that People who have homosexual attraction are sinful in their very being. It means that homosexual activity is sinful, and the church can never say that it isn't. That would be meaningless. It would be a rejection of the truth. 
And so we, priests and bishops, need to say that clearly. It's no, it's no charity or mercy or kindness to people who are falling into sin to tell them, oh, it's, it's not really sin. They're going to end up in hell either way. But if we tell them, they might get out. Just like anyone who's a sinner. If we tell him he's a sinner, he might change his ways. This isn't something special about homosexual activity. It's that homosexual activity is sin. And we reject all sin. Another one, in our own day, there are priests and even bishops who subvert the fact that abortion is an awful crime, perhaps the worst crime that can be committed. They try to distract by pointing out other things that are also bad. True, we should, we should be solicitous for the plight of the poor. We should, be, we should work against maltreatment of immigrants. We should do these things for justice in our society. Of course we should. But you would know that these people who are proposing that we definitely need to do that, you would know that they're sincere if they also work strongly against abortion, which is a far graver evil than any of those other sins. But they don't. In other words, they're using these, these tools as, as political ploys in order to distract people from working against abortion because they don't really think that abortion is a sin, is what they're demonstrating by their actions. We have to reject that. We have in our day politicians on the national stage who call themselves Catholics, who refuse to work against abortion and in fact even support it. They promote it. And they have bishops who wink at them. They turn away and they refuse to admonish them about this. And they even tell other bishops who do admonish them about this, be quiet. You're making too much noise. This is evil, my friends, and we have to reject it. There are priests and even bishops in our day who say that those who have contracted second marriages in contradiction of the church's teaching that marriage is indissoluble, there are priests and even bishops who say that those people can come forward to receive Holy Communion, which is an offense both against the unity of the church and against the dignity of that great sacrament. We have to reject that, my friends. And remember that the point of this is not to make people feel bad, right? The church's condemnation of sin is not to make people feel bad. It's to make them holy, make them able to receive grace so that we can all, at the end of time, come together into heavenly realms. St. Stephen rejoices with Saul of Tarsus today in heaven because he loved him, because he rejected the sinfulness of St. Paul and prayed for him. This is the duty of the church. This is the duty especially of priests and bishops. And so I encourage you, my friends, as I said at the beginning, this isn't anything new. There have been wolves coming among the sheep since the beginning. So we don't need to be discouraged. But what we ought to do is to be very diligent in ourselves about the truth of sacred doctrine. We ought to encourage priests and bishops to uphold sacred doctrine firmly and we ought to pray and offer our own good works, especially our reception of Holy Communion, which is truth itself incarnate in our midst, for our priests and bishops. The devil knows that if he takes one of us, he takes thousands of people after us. So there is great work to be done in the defense of those men. Pray for them. Pray for them and offer your good works. And be confident that the battle is already won. And our task is simply to join the winning side. Christ is risen. He is risen indeed. Alleluia.